Good afternoon. This is Bakes. Kevin Baker with Bakes Takes. Welcome to my podcast. This is Saturday, February 13th. Hope you had a great week. A lot to talk about. Let's get right into it. Number one, YOLO, the ETF. Uh, uh, I was bullish cannabis before it was cool, and uh, that's pre-Reddit, so we'll talk about that some more. Number two, Bitcoin goes corporate big time. And number three, EVs need copper. More on that. Why I do this? Uh, real quick, my two sons, Bobby and Jack, they were in business programs in college, uh, and they, they and their friends would fire questions at me when they were going to job interviews or doing projects, and uh, why should they listen to me? Well, I went through the 87 crash. I've been doing this for 30 years. Two mutual funds, two hedge funds, two institutional firms, and uh, after the 87 crash, I became steeped in technical analysis reading charts. I do a lot of fundamental work. I simply do technicals first, fundamentals second. It isn't right or wrong. It just works for me. You can make your own judgment what works for you. Now, I read the things maybe you don't want to. The Journal, Barron's, The Economist. I listen to dozens of podcasts. I devour relevant newsletters. I monitor what my Google alerts uh, bring me. And I point you to them. I always give attribution. But if you don't want to do that work, know that I'm doing it for you in the background. I eat home cooking. I have no conflicts. I only talk about things that I'm either invested in or interested in. And I'm very transparent, I hope. Uh, this Now, my disclaimer, not investment advice. Uh, please conduct and share your own due diligence. The more this becomes a community where we're putting more on the table than we take away, I think we're all going to have a lot of fun, hopefully make a lot of money, and, uh, and, and grow and grow and grow. So, uh, fan mail. My producer, Mike, asked about SFL uh, Corporation, a, a, uh, a tanker company that he has owned for a long time with his brother. And... Um, and we've talked about this off and on, off camera and off, uh, you know, off the podcast. And I said, ah, you know, it, it looks okay, but there's really nothing going on until this week. That's my my uh, caveat. And why? Uh, uh, it, the the tankers uh, transport uh, uh, oil and gas. In this case, oil mainly. And uh, they, they can be very good stocks. And I don't think they're great businesses. But they could be great stocks. And um, I'm always drawn to the volume. Again, that's SFL Corporation, SFL. Sam Frank Larry is the, is the symbol. And I'm drawn. And if you're not, uh, if you're doing this audio, walking the dog, working out, I really ask you to go to the YouTube channel because the, the visuals help a lot, the charts. Uh, but the volume's picking up on the updates, and I know it sounds like a broken record, but it works, folks. And uh, I'm seeing this stock spend a lot of time between six, seven, eighty or so, and we're starting to creep above that. Uh, it's picking up, the volume's picking up, and if I see this stock above 814, which is the 200-day moving average, that's why I picked that level. And if I see a close above that on 2.5 million shares, I like to see 150% of average daily volume to show that there's something new going on. There's some new interest. There might be some short squeezed. I haven't looked at that. Mike, maybe if you can look at what the short story is here, I don't know what it is. Um, uh, I know that's become... Uh, fodder for the Redditors is let's look for the short squeezes. I think they're harder to find, as I talked about last week. But anyway, if you see 814 plus 2.5 million shares, I think you're going north. I look to the weekly and I see 1214 as a decent target. And uh, when things are really good, now you need to have you know much higher oil prices. The uh, $30 was where the stock was back in 08. So 
Uh, that's what I see going on here. So my take, uh, ESG or not, uh, environmental, social, governance, the, uh, I, I know, you know, energy is, is a redheaded stepchild to many investors right now, but the fact is you're going to need oil and gas for a long time as we bridge to carbon neutral or carbon free futures. So for me right now, SFL looks promising. You see the short interest? Short interest, we got current short volume, uh, 3.18 million shares. Uh, previous short volume of 3.4 million shares. And how many's out? Shares out. Do you have that there? I know this isn't fair. I actually do this on the floor. shares, 107 million. Okay, so the shorts, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna have a short squeeze here. You know, if you have 10, 15, 20 percent of the shares out short, that's when you get into like the till raise this week in cannabis world, and you get the moonshots of the GameStop world, where more than the shares outstanding were short, and you see these these crazy kinds of things. And I think those are going to be really hard to find going forward. More on that later. And here's. You know, I'm sending emails to you, in essence, or, or fan mails to you. Um, uh, I've mentioned this before, I think, briefly, but maybe it was off camera. Uh, BlockFi and Gemini, uh, they're, they're Bitcoin uh, exchanges, uh, and they have, they have uh, credit cards where Bitcoin rewards replaces airline miles and, and what have you. And uh, I'm on the waiting list for, I believe, Gemini, BlockFi. They don't even have a waiting list yet. Uh, and I want to ask your feedback. Do you have one? What are the pros and cons? But to me, uh, if I can have a, a, a credit card where I pay, pay it off every month and I've got Bitcoin as the rewards, I'm interested big time. So uh, I'd love to get your take. I don't have, uh, I haven't been able to get one yet. Um, all right. And please share this with your, your Robin Hood and, and your Reddit rebellion friends. Uh, send your stock ideas, ask them to send their stock ideas, and I'll offer the strategy for them as well. I think I've been useful. Uh, you tell me if I have, please stay tuned. Next segment is my themes and groups. And <laughs> I'm, I'm chuckling. I'm seeing Rolling Stone. Uh, I'll tell you why I'm chuckling in a minute. Virginia lawmakers pass marijuana legalization bills. Uh, 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 the governor, Ralph Northam's signature is forthcoming. Uh, dispensaries could open in states in the state beginning 2024, while legalization could start as soon as this summer. I don't know why there's a three-year lag there. Uh, this is from uh, Daniel Kreps. He's the reporter. I want to give attribution, like I said. Uh, and like GameStop, I thought Rolling Stone was out of business. I, I, I'm, I'm stunned that I'm, I'm, even, uh, I'm even seeing this. But... Uh, be that as it may, uh, Virginia uh, decriminalized uh, marijuana uh, in July of 2020. Uh, if they pass this, this is going to be the first southern state to legalize that. It has 70% plus approval from the, from the, the, the population of Virginia, and it will be the 16th state. So I think after the election, Mike, we talked about the, the 14th state dropping. Now we're talking about 16. And I just, I, 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 I this, this, this trend is going to be continuing because the states need revenues and they don't want to raise taxes and send more people to Austin, Texas, and more people to Miami. So uh, uh, marijuana is a great way to relatively painlessly bring in monies money that they desperately need. Um, so here's YOLO, Y-O-L-O, uh, a fortuitous uh, st uh, stock symbol for an ETF. I, they probably chose it before 
this Yedit uh, uh, phenomenon occurred. This is the Advisor Shares Pure Cannabis ETF. It's the one that I prefer. Um, uh, the short interest is in the same here. We're in the in these other stocks. I think when I looked at Tilray, it was sort of a 20-30% kind of uh, uh, short situation. You know, substantial. Um, but here... You're not relying on short squeezes to make your money, which I think is what you're doing in GameStop. Here, the macro trend is 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 much better for longer, and so I'm sticking with with uh, with YOLO. More on that uh, in, a, in another segment coming down the road. Uh, crypto news flash. I know you guys are fans of crypto news flash. This is the kind of stuff I do for you folks. Uh, 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 obviously, you know. Uh, uh, related to everything crypto and uh, uh, they wrote a story this guy named Ronaldo uh, wrote a story Bitcoin FOMO resurfaces as over 6,000 companies attended MicroStrategies conference we talked about this last week Michael Saylor the CEO of uh, MicroStrategy uh, held a, a forum two days and 6,000 companies I mean CEOs and CFOs of 6,000 companies were basically given the playbook Here's how you buy Bitcoin. Here's why you Bitcoin buy it. Bitcoin. Uh, here are the tax and regulatory implications. Here's the accounting. Uh, uh, here's how you uh, feather in versus versus uh, uh, buy in, in one fell swoop. Uh, so if he didn't create some buy orders down the road, I'll be astonished. So if you see dips, I think Bitcoin is going to be. You're going to have CFOs everywhere. You know, calling up. Uh, their new custodians that they found to take some percentage, uh, like Tesla did, of their treasury cash and moving it to Bitcoin. I think it is virtually irreversible. Never say never, but I don't see what stops this anytime soon. So I'm bullish on Bitcoin and GBTC. Uh, which brings me to Crypto Potato, uh, Bill Miller's fund to allocate it, uh, uh, to allocate $300 million to Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. Bill Miller legendary money manager beat the s p for 15 years straight i don't i don't think anybody has done that before or since um he has his own firm now and uh and is raising his hand i don't know why he's doing that apparently there's regulatory reasons he needs the sec to okay this but he's saying i want to have my fund buy 300 million dollars of grayscale bitcoin trust and why he doesn't buy bitcoin directly i don't know that either if you have input I'm all ears, as always, but uh, GBTC is what I, I own, have owned, talked about, uh, seems like ceaselessly, and it's uh, 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 it's been a big winner, continues to be. So my take is Bitcoin adoption is accelerating. It isn't even just continuing, it's accelerating. It seems like every week we have more do dominoes falling here, and I, I think it's enjoyable. Uh, Chamath Palahapatiya tweeted out, uh, an image of the the metals that Tesla needs to build 20 million cars per year. Uh, I don't know how many cars they, they do right now. Mike, if you have an idea, I'd, I'd love to know about it. Uh, but imagine when all vehicles are electric, the numbers get really extre uh, extreme. So uh, he, he brings up an excellent point. Not only does the U.S. need these metals, we need to decouple our reliance on China to get and use them. So... Uh, copper is the one that catches my eye because I'm invested there. Uh, but there's others here on the table, cobalt, lithium, etc. cetera. Uh, Chamath obviously has a, 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 a position, and I do too, full disclosure. But uh, the EV trend, 
this move to to carbon neutrality is going to create a great need for more copper and more of these other metals. And I think you can invest in Tesla, but you can also invest in the metals that go into Teslas. And I bring that up for your consideration. Yeah, it Mike. Looks, looks like uh, Tesla manufactured just under 500,000 vehicles in 2020. Okay, so 20 million is a lot. So, all right, so this is not going to happen next Thursday. But but obviously the, uh, uh, the, the trend is in place. And there's other great things going on in copper. Oh, which segues to the next chart. Boy, am I good at this. Uh, the Global X Copper Miners. Uh, uh, this is the one that I've uh, been invested in for a while. COPX is the symbol in a very, very solid uptrend for all kinds of reasons. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, COVID uh, re- uh, receding stimulus, uh, you know, the economies, particularly in China, picking up. They're a big uh, China, a big copper consumer, and uh, you know, the housing market. Uh, uh, electric wiring and what have you. Uh, copper is in a, a very bull trend. It's you know, Doctor Copper is the best economist in my opinion. And so my take is the bullish factors piling up regarding copper continue apace. And I you know bring up COPX or your favorite copper ETF for your uh, for your portfolio. And you know, give me your feedback. Tell me where you think I'm wrong. Uh, next podcast of the week. Uh, this is Barron Streetwise, Jack Howe, one of my favorites. I think he's funny uh, and, and, and uh, you know, very insightful. And he interviews Dan Ahrens, who, as it turns out, is the portfolio manager for YOLO, YOLO, the ETF that I just talked about. And as opposed to being passive and, and tied to an index like so many ETFs are, he's actively picking stocks within the ETF. And, uh, and of course... Uh, highlights that his are sort of higher quality making money or close to making money stocks versus some of the more speculative names that were flying around on the Reddit boards the other day. But uh, he, he, he at the end of the of the uh, podcast, he talks about buying alcohol stocks. Sorry, this is like buying alcohol stocks at the end of Prohibition. Makes sense. But then he goes on. I didn't do this homework. He did. Uh, if you did that back at the end of Prohibition, you outperformed every industry ex-tobacco in the ensuing 20 years, let's say. So, uh, and it, it just makes sense. You have uh, this blue water where companies can come in and and uh, operate legally in the light. And it's, a, it's just a great opportunity that I think we have to take advantage of for at least the next two, three years. So my take is the, the, the spike this week, the Reddit-induced spike this week was extreme, uh, and, and the pullbacks are, are, are going to be sharp and, and severe. But prohibition is over for cannabis. It's just a question of, of how we get to the end legalization. And, and you don't need to have all 50 states legalize it to get there. You don't need to have the federal government legalize it. But, uh, you know, we're on a path to... The cannabis companies prospering very, very nicely as we go forward. Now, my next one might be controversial, the All In podcast, which I talk about a lot. Jason Calacanis is the host mainly, but Chamath Palahapatia, uh, David Sachs, and David Freeberg are there. They're poker buddies, and they talk about uh, uh, investing technology. Their election uh, uh, podcast was epic, in my opinion. But they brought on the CEO of uh, Robin Vlad. 
you remember his last name? I can't remember, Mike. Um, but uh, uh, Vlad came on and did his best because his first two efforts were horrible at explaining what happened with the... the uh, it's going to be uh, Vladimir Tenev. Tenev, thank you. Thank you very much, Mike. Um, and he, he gave the best, and I encourage you to listen to the whole thing because it was the best... Uh, uh, explanation he's given to this point of what happened, why he had to halt trading or the company had to halt trading, how they had to settle trades, why they had to raise $3.4 billion in two days, and all these kinds of things. Uh, I, um, uh, you know, I, my take was, you know, I don't think Robin Hood, Robin Hood was out to screw you because if you're a Robinhood account, because they need you to trade. If you're not trading, they don't make money. So uh, the the restrictions that came from the DTCC and their capital constraints and their growing pains caused the trading halts. I know you're still ticked off and, and you feel like you were screwed, and maybe you were. Now, what I'm hearing lately from some of my best friends, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, uh, are... Um, uh, problems uh, 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 transferring accounts, and 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 uh, uh, you know Robinhood's trying to go public, and the Reddit board is, is is lit up with people really furious with the trading halts and and trying to move their money to Fidelity and other accounts, and uh, this is going to be interesting to 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 watch. So again, send me your stories, anecdotes. I'd love to relay the good, the bad, the ugly, and uh, direct people to where they're having good experiences. And uh, you know, let's have the community weigh in so that you have the best trading experience you possibly can. Uh, my next segment, Newsletters of the Week, Bear Traps Report. Uh, one of my favorites, Larry McDonald um, and Michael Burry uh, getting on the uranium train. Now, Michael Burry, as you've heard here before, he was in the big short. He's um, um, Bale. What is his last first name? Um, Christian. Thank you. Christian Bale. And uh, uh, started the movie, uh, you know, did the, the big short, the housing market, and then did the big GameStop long before it was cool and before it was on Reddit. And, and now he has this quote, and I don't know where this quote was originally uh, presented, but here it is. Uh, Michael Burry, if the government is going to spend $2 trillion, there is no better way than uh, connecting the U.S. to nuclear. Speaker Pelosi, Senator Schumer, President Biden, Dems can do it. Uh, jobs plus potentially limitless electricity, no greenhouse gas emissions. That's a pretty good summation of, of the bullish case for nuclear. And uh, is he getting on the, the uranium train? I and, and Larry and the Bear Traps team are going to be looking at his 13D uh, from, from the Burry Scion uh, Fund to see where that is. But, uh, you know, look to the Reddit boards for uranium showing up, maybe more than it already has. So next, North Shore Global Uranium. Uh, uh, it's my, it's my uh, favorite. Bought it a while ago, back in July, I believe, of last year. URNM is the symbol, and it just continues to hit new highs on big volume. It is a great beneficiary of, of the uranium trend which, uh, again, I think has got two, three years to run. I, I could be wrong, and I'll have my sell tickets out if I need to, but it isn't today. 
Wall Street Journal this past week had a great story on, on mini nuclear reactors, small modular reactors, uh, uh, offering cheaper, clean power. Uh, Daniel Michaels is the author here. And uh, I guess the, what I take away is the image of Chernobyl, the image of Three Mile Island is, is steadily, uh, constantly moving into the rearview mirror and these new, safer, smaller, uh, 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 more efficient, uh, small modular reactors are, are coming to the fray. I mentioned before that, that uh, Bill Gates is an investor in TerraPower, and, and, and perhaps their efforts are revived now with the changing of the, uh, the administration. They had one that was about to go live in China back in 2015, I believe. It was put on hold. I could be mistaken about that. But so we're early with my take. We're early with small modular reactors, but they are part of the solution. It's good for uranium and it's good for the environment. So whenever you have win-win-win scenarios like this, I want to be involved and uh, you decide if you want to be involved. Okay, that's the show. Please also subscribe to my BakesTube's YouTube channel. Uh, The audio is the same, but the charts that I reference are on the screen. Follow us on Twitter at BakesTakes underscore and other social media. Please, please use your voice memo app. Tape your questions and email to bakes at bakestakespodcast.com or write if you'd prefer. I'll keep you anonymous if you'd like. Thank you for listening. Mike Wilson is my producer. Have a great week. This is Bakes. And for much needed levity, uh, this came out of the archives. Uh, Chris Farley, uh, rest in peace. This is his bit with Adam Sandler on, on Saturday Night Live. Lunch lady, uh, if this doesn't uh, you make you smile, then something's wrong. Uh, have a great week, and I'll see you soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. <laughs>